Hi everyone, I'm Sarah Baker and this is Mama Stories. I created Mama Stories after seeing how impactful sharing stories can be in overcoming the challenges of motherhood. I am where I am today because of the stories of so many amazing strong mamas and I want to share that with every mom I can. So follow along to laugh, cry, and be empowered. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. Have you heard about how we are changing the story for moms? Mama Fund is a nonprofit organization that is dedicated to providing products, services, and education to moms in need. So check us out at mamafund.org. All right, welcome to the show today, Olivia. Hi. Thanks for being here with us today. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. Uh, So why don't you tell us a little bit about who Olivia is? Yeah, so um, I'm 32, been married for 10 years to my husband, Brian, and we have two little ones. Um, Our daughter is six. She is in kindergarten this year, just started last week, and our son is four and in preschool. Nice. So you have a little bit of time in the morning to yourself. Yes, it's new and it's been so good. It feels <laughs> really nice to get the house clean and kind of get the all the things done that I need to and have a little time for myself too. Yeah, that is so nice. Yeah. I'm looking forward to those times. Totally. I keep telling myself, I'm like, just two more years. Yeah. Last <laughs> week when school started, I was like, I'm not going to make any plans and I'm just going to enjoy this time and have a little self-care and get to be by myself and decompress from a crazy summer. And, yeah. you know, in the summer when kids are home, you just don't really get time by yourself at all. And it's so important to do that as a mom. Um, yes, so it just is. to set that side of time, set that time aside last week was really crucial and important and I was glad I got to do it. Good. I'm glad that you did too. It is so important. Self-care is like, it's so funny. I literally, I think I just said this yesterday, so you'll probably hear it several times on the podcast if you listen to the episodes (laughs) in the future, but is like they say on an airplane to put your oxygen mask on first. Totally. And the only reason why they do that is because you can't help people unless you're at a hundred percent. Yeah. And I can't, I keep saying that to myself. Like totally. I have to, I don't know what my oxygen mask is in that moment, but if it's gotta time to myself yeah. or time with my girlfriends, like you got to give yeah. yourself oxygen before you can give it all away to your babies. Totally. And I feel like that was one of the things that was learned later for me as a mom. Like I think that for the first few years, our kids are 21 months apart. So they're pretty close together. And I feel like right when I was done having one baby, I had another and a, and a toddler that I had to discipline. And I feel like into that second year of my son being born, I was like, Oh my gosh, like, I don't know who I am really. Like I haven't taken the time and I, I hadn't really thought about self-care or what that meant just because when you don't have kids, a lot of your life is self-care because you're choosing your own path and what you're doing yeah. every day. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're thrown into other people are more important than you and you want that and you choose that, but mm-hmm. you forget that yeah. there's another person there. And yeah. I think it's so important to think about for each person, what specific self-care looks like. It could look really different for everybody. And just yeah. to actually ask yourself, you know, I think like, one thing that I've learned is I'm actually a little bit of an introvert now that I'm a mom. It's really relational being a mom. And I would have said before that I'm super relational and super outgoing and I Mm -hmm. am, but I think that I've learned that I need to recharge by myself, that that's like an important piece for me. And if I go, go, go all day long with kids, husband, friends, you know, 
outpouring ministry, whatever it is, that if there's no alone time, I am so fried by the end of the day. Yeah. Um, that was something that I like, I felt like it was just later learned for me. And I, and it's more of a buzzword now. I feel like people are talking about it as moms, like what is your self care? But, Mm -hmm. um, I think it's just really important to think about what specific thing for you. Like it might not be a bath or a glass of wine, like it might be something different and, you know, just to really kind of hone in on your needs and ask for help too to like make that happen you know there were some times where I was like hey I'm gonna call a friend and ask them to have my kids over for a half an hour so I can just sit yeah and it's so necessary it is yeah and I it's funny that you said that when you were talking about the introvert thing I was wondering where you were going with that because I 100% agree with you like I for sure am before Grayson before being a mom was like wanted to be around friends, needed to be around people. And that was how I recharged was being around those people. But I, when I'm alone, which is not that often, (laughs) Grayson is pretty little. Totally. But when I'm truly alone, just me, there's a sense of overwhelming calmness that comes. It's almost, it's almost a little uncomfortable for sure because I'm not alone all the time. Yeah. It's like you have to force yourself into it. (laughs) Yeah. But there is this time where I'm like, man, this feels just as good as it did before when I got like my time with my girlfriends or time in a movie or whatever it was before. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. I'm glad you shared that. Yeah. All right. So your babies are 21 months apart. Yes. (laughs) What was the hardest thing about having (gasps) two babies under two? Yeah. It, the, the first year of my son's life, um, so my daughter had like just turned two. That year was really hard looking back. I kind of don't know how I did it. Um, my husband works a lot, and so there was just a lot on me. And I think the bigger, the biggest hard part was disciplining began with my daughter mm-hmm. at, you know, a little after two. That it was like I felt this sort of pressure that if I didn't begin the discipline, now that I was going to be in for it later. And so I think just as like a really exhausted newborn stage mom with our son that I was like forcing myself to discipline and figure out what that meant and try to teach her things when she wasn't understanding yet. But I just, um, I don't know if looking back, like if I would have done it different or not, but I, Mm -hmm. that just weighed really heavily on me just to have this like discipline beginnings and then the newborn thing and just doing both of those you know it's like when you have your second the newborn part of it is not that hard because you know how to do it and your Mm -hmm. body just kind of goes into the motions but you're still exhausted and you're still nursing around the clock and you're still like trying to take care of your own body and so it was like there was so many mornings where like I'd been up all night and my husband was leaving for work and then I'm like about to go back to sleep or just falling asleep or something. And then our older one woke up and I was like, I can't do this. Oh my God. So I feel like that was kind of like in the trenches, the hardest part. Um, and I would, I just had the sweetest friends. They would invite me over and serve me breakfast and coffee in the morning like you just come and you sleep and your daughter can play with my child and it'll be totally fine and so we we got through it but I feel like that was really hard and and we chose to have them close together I really wanted that and now at four and six it's so fun like yeah yeah the last two and a half years really like they're each other's best friend. And I wasn't sure about that either with like a boy and a girl because I just have a sister and she's my best friend. And Mm. and we've had 
well, we didn't have a great relationship always growing up or normal siblings, but you know, sure. now we're so close. And so I was like, what does that look like for a boy and a girl to be siblings? Are they going to yeah. be friends? And they totally are like, it's so mm. fun. And I th- I think like we tried to kind of instill that in them and our family that like, you've got each other, like this is it, yeah. you know, right now. Yeah. And, um, so it's really fun now that they're close in age, but yes. there was that first year that was pretty tough. <laughs> that is hard. It's so important to have those types of friends around. Oh yeah. Because I mean, honestly, I don't know how you do it. Yeah. Like how you would do that when you just were like toddler phase and infant, I was yeah. feeling tired. Yeah. Just listening. <laughs> totally. Like I was like, Oh my gosh, it's exhausting. <laughs> Cause Grayson just entered into like the, yeah. Holy moly, we have tantrums yep. and disciplines. And like, I'm in this space where I'm like, wait, do I time out? Do I do corner? Totally. Like, yeah. I don't know what to do. And it just kind of hits you really fast. Yeah. And you got to try all the things because yeah. you don't know what's going to work for your kid. And it's, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just now thinking about having a newborn and yeah. healing your own healing yeah. from that. That's the hard part. Oh, too. man. Well, I'm glad you got through it. <laughs> yes, totally. <laughs> so, did you, you went back to work when you had your first or you did not? No, I didn't. So, okay. um, I had a few different jobs before and then uh, right before I gave birth I put in my notice and we had made the plan that I wasn't going to go back to any okay. type of full-time job I was wedding coordinating um kind of on the side on my own um and so I still did that a little bit um my sister's a few years younger than me and so a lot of her friends were kind of getting married mm. right around that time and so I really wanted to still do that for them um and so I did I think the last wedding I did I was pregnant with our second Okay. Um, and then I was like, okay, this is, it's hard to do. It's hard on your body. And just yeah. being away on the weekends and the summers was just going to be a and little bit harder. And dealing with <laughs> Totally. Like <laughs> I didn't have too many, but it's just all the details throughout the day is yeah. crazy. And you're, it's just like so hard on your body to, cause I would yeah. set everything up and then I would run everyone through everything, clean everything up. Like it was just, oh, yeah, the day was really long. So when I was oh. pregnant with our second, I was like, okay, I, I should probably not do anymore (laughs) yeah all right so when did you decide you were ready to go back to work yeah that's a good question I I don't know that I did ever really like it was I kind of had things fall in my lap every once in a while um after I had kids and um the the business that I do now home organizing um I started just about eight months ago okay and I wasn't really seeking it out. It was something that I was like, oh, I could probably try that again. I had done it before I had kids. And so something I was familiar with and it's a skill of mine. I'm pretty good at it. And I can Your home kind is of beautiful. Thank you. Very well organized. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and it was really um, a gal that I was friends with, or actually we weren't really friends. We were acquaintances and she wanted to do it. Um, and she was talking to me about kind of advice on how to start something. Um, she knew that I had done it before and just kind of wanted to chat through it. And so we met up and at the end she was like, would you do this with me? Like, I just feel (laughs) like it would be so much more, um, fun and like helpful to have a partner to do this. And at first I was like, Oh no, no, like, I'm not really sure if I'm there yet. And like, how would I make that work? And, um, I have like a lot of little other side things that I do. And so I just wasn't sure how it would fit. Um, and the more I thought about it, I was like, you know what? I feel like as moms, sometimes we don't jump into things because we're fearful of what it could look like in six months, 12 months, you know, four years. And, um, my business partner 
And I just had this great conversation where we were like, you know what, like, let's just try it. And if it doesn't work in three months, like who cares? Like we tried it and you know, we'll just kind of take it step by step. And I think just the fact that she was on the same page as me in Mm -hmm. that, um, just made me feel more comfortable to say yes and to go for it and just try it. And you know, if, I had an outlook. I don't have a boss that I have to like give my notice to that. It was like, you know, I, that's kind of the beauty of doing things on your own as a mom is that like you can make it work for what works for your life, you know? So, um, so far so good. We've been in business for, yeah, like about eight months and, um, and she's a mom too. She's a mom. Yeah. Her kids are eight and four and mine are six and four. So, um, that's really great. Like we just kind of work together to have the right schedule. So we try to do our jobs one day a week where we both have overlapping preschools in the morning. So neither of us have to get childcare. Um, and then we have a few days that don't overlap. So she'll do some work on that day, like solo and I'll do work on a different day solo. Um, and so we kind of just like work it out together to make it happen. So it's really cool. Yeah. We'll do like working sessions together and just bring the kids and have a play date and the kids have gotten to know each other over the last couple months too and have had fun you know playing and getting excited to hang out with each other so that's been really fun that is really cool yeah I do think as a mom in my experience when you're a stay-at-home mom a lot of your identity is in work totally or in I guess just more of like that creative outlet right Mm -hmm. like you're doing something other than diapers and naps and discipline all those things so a lot of moms I think find themselves in this space where they're trying to figure out what's next. Totally. Like, what do I do? I don't want to say to find worth because being a mother should be enough for sure. I I always say like, use my brain space in a different way. Like how can I use my brain in a different way today? Yes. We, our brains are meant for a lot of different things and our heart is meant for a lot of different things if we want it to, you know, and I actually didn't know that I wanted to work at all. It wasn't something I planned on when I was like, pregnant, I was like, I'm so excited to be a stay at home mom. Like that's all I really wanted. And I still want that to me be my number one. Um, and I think just kind of the fact that things have trickled into my path, um, have just made it feel more peaceful of what I'm doing, that I have a little bit more control about the extra brain space that I'm giving. And if it feels like too much, and if my, you know, role as a mom is starting to drop because of other things coming you know, up, I can switch that and make it, you know, what's my priority? My priority is my kids still right now, you know, they're not in full-time school, both of them yet. Um, and I've always kind of thought like that would be a great time, but I was like, well, what am I going to do? And who's going to hire me if I want to be the one to drop them off and pick them up from school? It's still not a 40 hour a week job. And so, um, I always kind of had in my mind of doing something on my own or something a little bit entrepreneurial. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and so, yeah, it kind of just fell into my lap like that. And so I'm, I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Um, Well, it's cool that you're not, I, I think that what I hope people hear from what you're saying is that one, you have someone else helping you, which I think is totally the biggest resource that anybody could have, especially if they're starting their own business. Yep. But two, that you're not, you're not doing it like in a, 
like a forceful way. It's not totally. like I have to get 20 clients today totally, or I'm not going to be able to be successful. Like you're looking at it from a long haul. Exactly. Like soon you'll be able to pick up more, do more. Totally. So why not start now? And like to be in control of your own thing, like your schedule yeah. is your own and work as much as you want to with, you know, I mean, I, when you start something, you can kind of do that. Like we, we could be, you know, seeking out tons of new clients and doing all this marketing or advertising, but we're not, we're, we're getting as much as we are, feel comfortable with. And it's actually been like the perfect amount. And so yeah. we've just kind of kept it at that and it's been really great and yeah. perfect. So that's really cool. Yeah. Did you go to school for organizing or is it just something no, you've always been good yeah, at? It's, so I, it's, I studied sociology in college because I tried business, I tried a couple different things, and I just found that sociology, like people just really fascinate me, and um, I've always just kind of been a people person, um, I love community and um, groups of people, and so I ended up studying sociology, um, and then kind of at the end of college, I decided um, that I really wanted to do nonprofit events, and so um, the college I was at, you could get a certificate in event management. So I kind of did that like at the last minute at the end of college, just to kind of get that. Yeah. Um, cause what I really wanted to do was do home organizing and event organizing. So, um, that's like the first business that I ended up starting was the home and event co or coordinating because home organizing was just something that I grew up doing. Um, mm -hmm. my mom was really organized and I, it was just like my therapy growing up. Like anytime I had a hard day or I was just like feeling down or whatever, like we would rearrange my room and we would clean out my closet. And, you know, I just, as I got older, would start to do that for friends and just kind of always had the feeling that like when you live with only the things you love, like it's going to make your life more peaceful and easier mm -hmm. and you know, I didn't want to be the girl who spent hours having to clean up my messy room, you know? Yeah. And so I, I don't know, I just, it kind of was just a part of me and, um, just really encouraged like friends to do it as I got older. And then friends would ask me like, Hey, can you come help me clean out my closet? Hey, can you like help me rearrange my pantry? And I was like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, that's my favorite thing to do. Um, and can we be friends? Totally. I have a lot for you to organize <laughs> in my house. I'll come right over. Um, <laughs> so no, I didn't. I don't have any like professional training to be an organizer. Um, is there a professional training? I, I guess I there wouldn't know. Is I okay. Don't know. I don't know if it's like a. It might be like a certificate. Maybe. Um, but my business partner, like she was kind of in the same position. Like she had done it for friends and um, knew she was really good at it and had a passion for it. And mm -hmm. so, what's been super fun is to like bring our brains together and learn from each other. Like I'm kind of came in super interested in the functionality of a space. Like, how does this flow? Does this work for you? Like, do you need your bags over here? Or actually, do you use them over here? And she loves the, like, design aesthetic of things. So mm -hmm. she, like, is so good at, like, bringing in beautiful baskets and things to, like, really kind of pull mm. a space together. Um, but it's been fun. Like, something that I knew that I was really good at to learn from someone who's also really good yeah, at it. That we really can cool. kind of bounce ideas off of each other and, like, we really make a great team yeah. In that way. So, well, and you're not alone. Exactly. I think that sometimes, I mean, organizing just sounds overwhelming to me. No, <laughs> obviously it, not it, to you. But it can be for sure. Like yeah. you walk into a space and you're like, oh my gosh, like I don't even know where to start. And we've like totally felt that with each other, but it's a hundred percent way better with a person yeah. to say like, Hey, what do you think? Should we do this? Like, should we start here? Like, Oh, yeah. what do you, you know? So that has been 
so great. And I'm so glad because I used to do it by myself Mm -hmm. and it's kind of intimidating sometimes. Like even if you think you're good at it, like you've never seen a space before. Every time you walk in, it's new. So there's so much to learn and think through and your brain's just kind of like rattling. Well, how would I do this? And, um, so it's so nice to have someone else to talk it through. That is really cool. Yeah. Okay. You mentioned earlier, um, being a big, uh, proponent of community yes. and loving community, yes. which is one of the reasons why I found you because you yes. um, run a really cool, I, I call it an Instagram page. Yep, that's it, what I know about it. Yeah, okay. it is. Called what? Mom, Mom, what's next? Mom, what's next? Portland. Yes. yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So can you tell us like what that is, how that started and how you've used it as a mom? Totally. So um, it's an Instagram account that I started about two summers ago. Um, so my kids were four and two at the time. And, um, it really came out of necessity for me. Um, so I've lived in Portland most of my life and was kind of excited to explore it with kids and kind of in those toddler years, um, you're looking for things to do all the time. And, you know, I kind of always tried to do a good mix of like, we're going to stay home a couple days or a couple mornings, and then we're going to get out of the house a couple days of the week. So I kind of like would make a schedule for myself, um, and kind of push myself to do things and to try different par- parks and, you know, diff- do different fun things with the kids around Portland. And I kind of just got in this place where I was like Googling all the time and like screenshotting things that people were doing and constantly asking on Instagram, like, where is this? Like, where, where is, where, where are you going? Like, what's this happening? Like, um, and I kind of just got like tired of every time I was trying to leave the house that I was spending like a half an hour on my phone trying to find something new and cool to do. Yeah. Um, And so I just thought like, wouldn't it be great if there was just like a really simple place that moms could go and they could just find something really fast to go do with their kids. Um, So I started an Instagram page. um, I titled it Mom, What's Next? Um, The idea for the name actually came from my mom. Um, Growing up, she made a cookbook with all of her friends called Mom, What's for Dinner? And it was like a collection of recipes that she had gotten from all of her mom friends and made like a, you know, every mom's like, oh, what am I going to make for dinner tonight? Like, you know, kind of wanted something new. So it kind of was birthed out of that, like same concept. Like I want to help other people and help myself at the same time. Um, And I think because I've lived in Portland most of my life, a lot of um, friends that I have that haven't grown up here would always ask me questions like, hey, what's the best thing to do for this? Or I was kind of getting those questions from people. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of another thing that I thought like, okay, I'm just going to put this all in one space. So um, I came up with the name and came up with the handle and so created the Instagram. And um, I basically want it to be like a community-based forum where people can send me um, the, the places that they go in Portland. So it can like literally be anything, a park, a library, like a fun waterfall um, hike, like anything, any range. I mean, I think that as a mom, sometimes you have an hour and you're like, I just want to get out and do something. Yeah. And who cares if it's like a little park that, you know, is 20 minutes away, but at least it's going to take up like, you know, a chunk of time that you have. Sure. Or what if I, you know, I'm 25 minutes away at a doctor's appointment at a, in a different area of town than I normally am. And I want to look for something kind of around that area. And I feel like because of the Portland metro area being that way, like, you know, the east side is can be 45 minutes away for me um, living on the west side. But and so I don't know a ton over there. But if I'm over there, I'd love to try something and, you know, do new things. So um, I kind of just started like posting just one picture with a simple title on it of what the place is, tagging it in the location tag. 
um, at the top of the picture so that people could find it. Um, and it's been so fun to grow. It's like, we've, it's been two years and, um, you know, I have moms all over town sending me things of adventures that they're doing with their kids. And it's so fun to post them and have their, like people tag their friends, like, Hey, let's go do this this weekend. And, um, I just feel like it's really kind of fun to see community on an Instagram page, um, and just moms being able to find things to do. And yeah, yeah, it's, I I started it being like, if this is just for me and my friends, that's great. Like, yeah, I just wanted like a little library and I kind of just started with the places that I like to go. Like, okay, where have we been that we love so that we can remember to go back there. And so it started with that. Um, and just kind of grew from there. So yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I do. I've used, well, I've said, I yeah. need to use this when yeah. I come to Portland, totally. which yeah. is so nice, yes. especially for someone that's not from here at all exactly. to be like, oh, what am I looking for? Yeah. Um, have you ever thought about doing it in other places? Yes. Like, I feel like I have so many ideas and yeah. so many like dreams about it. Cause I, I do think that every city needs it. Like, yeah. I, like it would be so helpful. And I've done like, um, a few different like farther away places like the coast or Bend, Oregon, which is not too far from here or Seattle, um, kind of done like a weekend guide, um, that people can take with them. Um, but yes, I think it would be so great to have it in cities. I've also thought it'd be really cool to have an app where you could just like, you know, go and find. So I started a website, um, not too long ago and I haven't been able to put a ton of time and effort into it. Um, but what? I, you have all yeah, this time. <laughs> totally. What do you mean? <laughs> all the good intentions. Yeah. Um, and I, I made like a Google layered map on there, um, which is so cool. I don't know if you've ever like played around with Google maps before, but, um, I just, you can put like all your own places in. And so, oh, cool. um, I just, I don't know. I've been like, how can we use this? Like, I don't know. I've got lots of ideas. I've started to do like little free guides of like for the fall, um, Last year I started this, just like a list of all the pumpkin patches or like oh, fun cool. fall things to do. Yeah. So I've kind of done like one a quarter of those just for like a quick high level. Like here's kind of some ideas. Um, I also am like passionate about like organizing your thoughts just because that's what I'm good at too. <laughs> just a skill of mine is to like, you know, take your week and try to plan it out. Like, okay, yeah. I'm going to go to a park on this day. I'm going to, you know, go to the children's museum on this day. I'm going to stay home on this day. I'm going to have a play date on this day. And, um, so I've tried to use that to help moms kind of like, I guess, feel empowered mm-hmm. to go do something Yeah, that you don't have to be this like crazy adventurous mom. Cause truthfully, I'm actually not like, I'm kind of a homebody. I have a lot of friends that live around me. And so a lot of our time is just spent doing play dates or going to the park that we go to all the time. Yeah. Um, and so I'm not some like crazy adventure gal. Um, but I think I'm really inspired by like the moms that are, and also just, you know, to be able to go to a place and find something to do. And I, I try to have the moms who send me stuff kind of give me like the high level things, like there's a bathroom there. So you don't need to bring a little potty in the car. You know, you can bring a stroller, you can bring a dot, you know, just some of those things that like, as a mom, what do you need to know? Like what's the high level stuff? And so, um, I feel like it's been cool to just even empower myself. Like, yeah, I can drive 45 minutes and go to this cool, really cool park, you know, and make a day out of it. Exactly. And I'm such like a creature of that. Like, 
again, with my organized planning brain, like I want to know, like what, you know, what do I need to prepare for? Um, and so, yeah, it's just kind of been, yeah, a really fun journey. That is really cool. I will say I am not well organized, (laughs) but I do that too. Now that I'm a mom, totally, I need to know, kind of have to be, yeah. Is there a playground there? Is there water? Like what's, what's my surrounding? Cause like the other day we just went, there's so many cool places in Seattle Mm -hmm. and just in like the surrounding areas that I grew up there and I still am like, Whoa, this is really cool. And maybe it's cause I'm experiencing as a mom. Totally. And that's so true. Yeah. So it's different, but we just went to this place the other day. That's crazy. It's like a beach, like an actual beach, Mm -hmm. which I was like, do these actually exist? here? Like this is real sand. (laughs) Are we okay? And just this tiny little beach. And I thought, Oh, I wish I had sand toys, which I would never keep in my car. Totally. Yeah. Not beaches where we're from. Um, but it would be nice to know. Yeah. Hey, like, you can bring sand toys to this. Yeah. Yes. Because my son was kind of like, after 10 minutes, he's like, well, what do I do now? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> totally. When you're an adult, you just sit here. Yeah. It's fun. But when you're a baby, no, nope, it's pretty stuff. boring. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> like, this isn't totally. that cool. Yeah. So it is nice to be prepared and to know what's going to sure. happen and to be able to be like, I want a beach today. Yeah. What does that look like? Where is a beach at? Totally. That doesn't have to be like downtown, maybe in the city, right? That can be more outskirts because maybe you don't want to be in the city. Totally. For whatever reason. I love that. I think that's so cool. Yeah, it's been super fun. Have you made any like good connections that way? Yeah, I totally have, which is fun. Like some of the gals that send me stuff often, um, it's so fun to connect with them. And they, again, they could live an hour away from me, but are still kind of in the Portland metro area. Um, And yeah, it's been kind of fun to have that platform and to get to meet people. And I haven't done any like meetups or anything like that Mm. yet, but people have talked to me about that. Like it would be cool just even just to coordinate it um, and just, I don't need to be there or whatever, but just yeah. say like, here's kind of all these moms meeting up or whatever. Yeah. Um, go that would be cool. Adventure together. And I've met moms out in public that I say like, Oh, are you the mom that's next gal? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you gotta um, get like a hat. And they always mom say like, I'm so thankful. Like I'm new to Portland and I yeah. like just go to your page to learn stuff. And, um, that's like my heart. Like my heart mm. is that I can empower women or moms to get out there and do things with their kids and to feel like they have the knowledge and the wisdom to go do something, yeah. you know, and to get them out of the house. And if that's what they're looking for. Um, yeah. so it like totally warms my heart every time I hear people say that, I'm like, that's what I want. Like, I just want to help you. So that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. You talked about like your schedule, which I love the, like, we're going to get out this day. We're going to stay home that day. I think that's really important, especially for moms that are stay at home moms, because you're kind of just like in this space all the time. Mm -hmm. And I know when Grayson was little, just because I think I was uncomfortable as a mom, I didn't, I didn't really feel like I wanted to go out in public. It was just easy for me to stay home. Totally. However, in that time can bring on a lot of isolation and dark times and, you know, non-community focused. And so you're just alone with this human. And you're uh, learning and trying to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. So I think doing anything outside, Mm -hmm. even if it is by yourself with your kids is so important Totally, because you're just, you're stuck in these four walls. Yeah. And I learned that from a mentor kind of early on, um, that she used to do with her kids is that Mondays were always home days. And it always felt like really freeing to me to say like, 
yeah, on this day, we are going to stay in our pajamas on purpose and Mm. be home all day and just play. And I would catch up on laundry or whatever we needed to do kind of after a busy weekend, maybe. Um, And so it felt good to have like, you know, this is the one day that we're going to stay home. Yeah. Um, Which then kind of like, I don't know, kind of built me up to then go out the rest of the week. Um, Yeah. And even if it's just like, hey, we're going to go on a walk this day. And I, I'm not great at like spontaneity. And so for me, it was making the schedule was really important and it would kind of look similar each season of kids ages. I would sort of tweak it and change it. And it wasn't like super specific, but it would, you know, be like, yeah, Mondays are home days and Tuesdays we're going to run errands and Wednesdays we're going to meet up with, with a friend and, you know, Thursdays we're going to go do an adventure and Fridays are kind of like whatever we want day. That was kind of our like typical schedule for a while. Um, throw in like a little library story time in there or a little gymnastics class at the community rec center um that was just so helpful for me and you're still home a good chunk of the time especially with naps and stuff so um yeah that was really crucial for me yeah I think that's really good yeah yeah I I definitely think staying inside can be really harmful and I like your on purpose pajama day yeah I think that that's (laughs) cool because it does force you to be like okay well today was on purpose but tomorrow yeah we gotta get dressed yeah we gotta yeah (laughs) we gotta get dressed we gotta do this because we need that too like it's all important like again just like take an inventory of what your needs are and what your own heart needs and what your kids needs you know sometimes your kids are more homebody and you're more outgoing and Mm -hmm. as a mom you kind of have to make a sacrifice sometimes and say like okay if my kid needs to stay home today and we just need to play legos like that's what we're gonna do you know it's okay to, to say that yeah, and I think it's important for people to rec- for moms to recognize that there are different seasons. Totally. Like you you're in a different season where your kids maybe are a tiny bit more self-sufficient. Totally. Yep. Than someone who's got younger kids. For sure. Because I know hearing a lot of this can be a little overwhelming to someone that's like, "Well, wait a second. My baby's like 3 months old. So where do I take my baby? Like totally. what do I do?" Yeah. Um, so I think it's important that moms know that there's like different seasons for in sure. that. And yeah. sometimes you do stay at home. Yep. But like you mentioned earlier, you got to ask for help. You got to ask yeah. people go to on come a walk. over. Like yeah, just do even the walk. little things, mm-hmm. driving by something that's interesting. Like, you know, just going on yeah. a little drive or checking out a new go neighborhood. Get coffee. Yeah. I always say like during Christmas time, like one of the most fun things you can do is just get in the car and drive around and look at Christmas lights, you know, oh, like yeah. just little things. It doesn't yeah. have to be this like big elaborate thing where you have to pay money and you have to, you know, and I love to include stuff like that in our mom. What's next page too, of just like, Hey, what's the simple things? Like take your kid out for a donut. Like yeah. where's the new donut shop around, you know, like, mm-hmm. they, you know, I feel like there's so many free different kind of fun things that you can do with kids for sure. For sure. Well, I think that's really cool that you want to build a community of moms yeah. and that now you are a mompreneur with your own business. <laughs> it's weird to think that way. I don't really I know. think that about myself, but I guess so. I know I, I've been saying mompreneur lately so much. Sometimes I'm like, wait a second, is that an offensive word? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I started to say it and then people look at me and I'm like, am I saying it wrong yeah. or is it offensive to you? I don't, I'm not sure which one it is. You're an entrepreneur. Thank you. Yes. And you're a mom. Yes. I think it's the best title, mompreneur. Yeah. Um, All right. So now you have kids that have transitioned into school. I know it's only been a couple weeks. Yeah. But what do you foresee is going to be maybe a challenge with that? Yeah. I think I was warned about this. And so I kind of knew it coming, but it's definitely 
the brain overload that happens at school um, with our daughter that's in kindergarten, kind of just learning that with her last week. Um, they're tired when they're com- coming mm-hmm. home from school. Um, people told me not to plan anything on a Friday night for like the first six weeks of school at least and just kind of kind of take inventory of like, what does she need? Like, does she need to rest? Does she need, you know, last week I was trying to think of like things that can help kids decompress and Mm -hmm. I was remembering even just as like a teenager to like sit in your room and listen to music was super therapeutic so Mm -hmm. we made a little playlist of some songs that she likes and I tried to teach her that she could like sit in her room and listen to this music and um yeah so I think that's kind of the challenge that I'm foreseeing right now or just that I think we're going to be going through is just sort of the mood swings and the attitude of what comes home and maybe she's in a great mood or maybe she didn't eat her lunch very well and, you know, had PE and recess twice and is super tired when she comes home. And, um, so I think just kind of giving her grace, um, giving myself grace to parent her (laughs) in the evenings. Um, I think that's kind of going to be the biggest challenge. Yeah. Right Have now. you already seen that then? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it like more tan, like tan, I guess when yeah. you're in kindergarten, do you throw tantrums? I don't I know. I mean, not to- I wouldn't like label it that, but it's okay. definitely like the almost like teenagery mood swings, mm. you know, when you're kind of just like lash out, like, mm. okay, I didn't know where that came from. You know, like, it's just like, Oh, I think you need to be by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but at least, you know, by kindergarten, they're safe to be by themselves in their room. Totally. It's true. <laughs> that does help. Cause I could see Grayson already has a really hard time. I think he's also young. So who knows when he's in kindergarten, what he'll be like, but when he has a lot, like when he's overstimulated yes. by people, by sound, by things, mm-hmm. I can already tell when we come home into like a calm environment that he's kind of like, wait a second, this is yeah. a big shift. Totally. And so it's the transition. You're totally right. Yeah. I'll even notice that after like we go to a big day at the park or something, like we had such a fun day and we come home and all of a sudden we walk through the doors and it's like World War Three. And I'm like, hold on a second. Like we just had a great time. Like, yeah. can we cool it? And I have to totally remind myself that like we just did all this stuff like their brains were learning and taking things in and all the different Mm -hmm. things and colors and things that they're seeing like it's all their brain is trying to process it yeah and I think that's something we need to remember as parents too that like our kids brains aren't fully developed and Mm -hmm. it doesn't it doesn't look like ours and if we were to like actually express how we really felt sometimes it might look a lot like our six-year-old you know like don't we wish sometimes I'm hungry you know (laughs) they just can't articulate it they yeah just have the the feeling and the emotion I know that's what I try to remind myself like when Grayson's throwing a tantrum I'm like okay you don't understand why you can't play with that when before you could play with that like okay, let me just slow down and not be so frustrated with you because how could you possibly know? Or we're in a restaurant, we have to sit, but this will end soon. Like they don't know that. Totally. Yeah. It's so hard. Okay. So with your little one in preschool, are Mm -hmm. you experiencing the same thing or is it a little different? He's a little just more tired right now, but I'd say like in the afternoons, it's just him now for, you know, three hours before we go get his sister from school. So he has a lot of downtime just mm-hmm. to kind of chill. And we, 
last week we kind of ran some errands and so he was in the car and he he fell asleep in the car a couple times mm. which he hasn't done in a while so yeah. I just know he's tired but like overall I think he's you know I think also the transition from and I'm sure every school age parent experiences this from summer to the fall is like the sleep like how do you get them to sleep earlier and like mm. you know in the summer you kind of get a little more uh, at least when your kids are a little older you're having fun, you're playing in the backyard. It's like, oh gosh, like it's 7.45. We probably should go upstairs and start bedtime. And then it's Mm -hmm. like nine o'clock and you're like, we never went to bed, you know, past eight o'clock in the school year. And so then you have to sort of transition back back into that. that. So um, yeah, definitely a little tired, but pretty good. I'm in the stage where if I put Grayson to sleep like a minute past his bedtime, we don't sleep. Yeah. Like there's just no sleep. Yeah. I'm, I can't wait for the day that he's a normal human and yeah. he's like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to sleep until 10. Totally. Yeah. Like that will be a really nice change yeah, that for That hasn't me, quite happened at our house. They go to oh, bed no. late and then they wake up normal time still. They but do? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Sometimes no. it'll be like a little bit, but mostly I'm like, oh gosh. There were a few days Grayson slept until like, I'm still in the stage where Grayson's my alarm clock. See, so, yeah, Totally. When he slept in, he slept in like um, two days in a row to like 7.15, which mm-hmm. is unheard. Normally yeah. he's up at like five. Oh, so gosh, we're yeah. like really sleeping yeah. in. And I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, my day is gone. Yeah. Like I, gotta, <laughs> I got stuff to do. Let's breakfast go. already. <laughs> yeah. Like we were pushed back all day before I knew yeah. it was his bedtime. I was like, wow, oh that's fun sleeping in. Yeah. Can we do that? Do that and no, I like this. It was just like two days in a row Saturdays. and then stop. <laughs> <laughs> or every day. I'd be okay totally. with every day. So I'd good. give or take that. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I cannot thank you enough for yeah. your time today, yeah, but I do have me. one last question for yeah. you. If you could tell a mom one thing, what's one piece of advice you'd give to her? I think my biggest piece of advice is to find people, mm. find a community. Um, and I think that people say that a lot, but um, I think what I want moms to know is that it's not easy and that it's not just going to be like you're going to meet someone and say hey let's be friends um I think it takes a lot of um vulnerability and just kind of willingness to step into each other's messes of their life um I think like the most success I've had in my friendships have been with people that live really close to me um and that have kids in a similar age as me um I've found that those friendships, um, when you're in the same season and the same stage, you just get what each other needs. And we've like, my friends and I always talk about like our husbands are great, but they're never going to totally know what it looks like Mm -hmm. to be a mom and to have, you know, birthed these children and to be taking care of a newborn and your mom friends do, they get it. They know what exactly you're feeling. And so, um, I think it's just so crucial to find those people that can, you know, bring you back down when you're feeling crazy or Mm -hmm. swoop in when you really need the help um, or just encourage you in a way that they know you need it, but your husband or someone else might not totally know or get. Um, But we're not supposed to do life by ourselves. We're supposed to do life with other people. Mm -hmm. And um, like I said, it's not, easy I mean, it doesn't just naturally happen and I think yeah. it's work and you have to put in the effort um but I've done it and it's so great on the other side like yeah just the way that you can serve each other um in a season and be 
be there for each other um, through ups and downs, just to bounce parenting ideas off of each other and um, just to find women who love your kids the Mm. way um, they would of their own family, um, that they're willing to just take them, you know, with the drop of a hat if you need to. Um, You need to find those people. And if it's just one for right now, you know, that's great. And go walk around the neighborhood and see a mom in a stroller and stop and talk to her and say, Hey, what's your name? Where do you live? Like, do you live close? Like, you know, I, at the park when I was, had little kids, I always used to do that. Like all, you know, just walk up to a mom at the park and say, Hey, like our kids are around the same age. Like, do you live around here? You know, you're obviously at this park. Like, did you walk here? You know? Um, I think you just, you got to find them. You got to find them. Yeah. I'm glad you gave that tip of like, going out and reaching for a mom, like whether she's walking or at the park, do you have any other tips that you would give of like ways to find similar aged mom friends? Yeah. I mean, um, church is kind of a way that I found, um, other moms in the same season of life. Um, there's mops groups or different like Mm -hmm. preschool moms things. Um, we always did um, classes at the community rec center near our house. And a lot of those classes can start when kids are three and they're like, often like a parent involved class, like gymnastics or a music class, um, library story time. It's so underrated. I feel like people don't think about it, Mm -hmm. but every library has a story time and find the one that fits your schedule and go there and meet the mom next to you. They're all grouped by age. So it's perfect to find moms that are in the same season as you. Um, and they also, they have, um, um, at our library after, or work hours too, like a six thirty one or a Saturday oh, morning cool. one for parents who work full time. Um, so I feel like there's tons of options. You kind of just have to put yourself out there mm-hmm. and find it. Yeah. 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 And I would agree that I think it can be uncomfortable like to do that. But when Grayson was really little, we did a music class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the one thing I regret is not being like, Hey, do you guys want to come back to my house for coffee? Like totally. I yeah. had no one home. It yep. was just him and I. Yep. And I was so lonely yep. and so afraid to have these people over for coffee. But I had a coffee maker. I had coffee. Yeah. Maybe I didn't have cream. Like there was, but they all probably would have been like, yeah. Totally. And I had places for kids to play. Yep. And I just was too afraid to ask. And yeah. I all the time, like every time I sit down with a mom, it's probably one of the first things I think about is like, wow, I yeah. could know these moms totally so differently. And now they're just people that were in my class versus friends of mine. Totally. So yeah, yeah, I think just the coffee, inviting them back, if that's what you have. And I think don't be afraid of the mess of your life. Like whether it's emotional mess or physical mess, like we all get it. Like nobody cares if your house has laundry on the ground or a sink full of dishes. Like we've all been there and we've all had that season or that day or that week or whatever it is. And so I think, um, a lot of times ourselves are our own obstacles in that, like Mm. just to be confident in what you're after instead of looking at like what you've got going on kind of behind the scenes. Like nobody's perfect. Nobody's house is perfect. Nobody's life is perfect. So get over it. (laughs) Right. Well, and I do think like the things I've learned as a mom, I've learned from other moms hundred percent because either I've surrounded myself with them or I've asked them what they're doing on social media or whatever it is. And so even if your sink is full of dishes and theirs isn't, they might have a tip that they do, right? Like they clean dishes on Tuesdays and you came over on a Tuesday. Like 
whatever it is. And so just ask, like, sure. just be okay to ask the question. Like you have to learn how to do it. And the yeah. only way to learn is through other people. Yeah. And I don't think you'll ever regret reaching your hand out and meeting a new person. I really no. don't. I mean, I think there's always something to gain. Yes. Whether it's friendship or just a great conversation and, yeah. you know, moving on. But I think that a friendship can be made from something like that. Even just to linger, you know, linger yeah. around. Yeah. Who did you park next to? Say hi to them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I think For it, sure. you know, to get into something like a music class or a story time, you know, the consistency of seeing people once a week is mm -hmm. so helpful too, because then you can, if you're nervous, you can kind of build that friendship in the confines of the class you're in. And then, yeah. you know, maybe after a few times then you feel a little bit more bold to say, Hey, do you want to meet at the park after this? Or yeah. I feel like saying you want to meet at the park or the library is such a great thing because yeah. it's your kids can play and do their own thing. And if mm -hmm. you're a little bit nervous about your home or someone else's home, then you can kind of start in those neutral places, yeah. um, and build from there. But yeah, so important. yeah, get coffee to go and go sit at a park. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So good. That's yeah. great advice. Thank you. Yeah. I feel like I'm like, oh, I'm going to take that advice. Yeah. <laughs> I say to do that, but yeah. now I'm really going to do it. Yeah, Thanks. totally. <laughs> so good. All right. Well, thank you so much yeah, for your time for today. I me, appreciate Sarah. it. Thank you for listening. I hope you loved it. Please subscribe to this podcast so you can get the latest episodes and tell us what you think about it in the reviews. And mamas, I love you.